Hey guys, welcome back. What is up, fam? Hey, so let's talk about this like name change real fast. The between a hot mess and a therapist. Oh yes. So I consider myself the hot mess. Mm-hmm. And then Viv's a therapist because obviously she's a therapist. Not licensed, but <laughs> not licensed. Oh close yeah. Close enough getting there. Almost. Almost. But remember that one time that okay, so when we first moved into our townhouse and there was just like a situation going on with my bed that I didn't have one for a hot minute and so I was sleeping in your room. That was quite a hot minute. It was like a month, you guys. <laughs> like a month of not only being roommates, but like being bedmates. Like we were like in the same bed. Okay. <laughs> But remember, like, okay, so we'd have pillow talk, and then, right. um, what happened? Something happened that, like, I turned over, and your curtains fell, oh, and we, it was, like, already, like, gosh. midnight, and you were trying to get to sleep. Okay, so just so you know, like, we're all bachelorettes moving into, like, this place. We have another roommate, Leslie. Shout out, Leslie. Um, and... We're just trying to find the easiest way to like put this house together. So instead of getting those window curtains where they're screwed into the wall because we don't own any like heavy machinery and it's really not heavy machinery to have a drill. Like tools. But, yeah. yeah, just basic life stuff. We got the ones that you like, it's the tension rods. So I thought it was a great idea. I thought it was going to sustain. It sustained just fine when I was in my room. And I don't know what the heck you did, but you just rolled over enough and like, how did you even pull it? I don't know. I think I pulled like the curtain itself. Well, needless to say, like I messed up her curtains and then she had like a little cute shelf right above the switch where you turn her light on and off in her room. I've knocked that over a solid like seven times. I had a really cute glittery picture frame from Urban Outfitters because pretty much that's what I can afford. So I was like really happy about it. And now it cracks and it's cracked, I mean, and it won't really like, it's those like glow kind of glitters. So the glitter doesn't really move anymore. There's a couple things that have just like broken and I'm like, and you know, that's it. This is what it's like. It's preparing me for children in the very far future. But I will add, Viv does have her hot mess moments. Like with my mugs. Well, okay, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so like what I was going to say is is, like even though you are the hot mess and I am the therapist, I truly believe that to someone else out there, probably to multiple people, I am the hot mess and they're my personal therapist. So, you have moments with me like that, which I do apologize. I have broken um, two of Jess's mugs. Um, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For like the 40th time. Yeah. I just, so I didn't, sorry. I didn't really like those mugs anyways, you know? So it's fine. Right. Okay. Your look, although people cannot see, tells otherwise. <laughs> anyways... Oh, yeah, so we had more questions coming in about the friendships, um, just wanting to go more in depth with that, so. So we will continue. Part two. Well, yeah, they were just questions we had looked up prior, but these are actual questions from actual friends, so (laughs) shout out to the real mains. Yeah. Um, so the first question, Jessica. (laughs) Jessica. (laughs) Jess. (laughs) What should be expected in a healthy friendship? 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I almost choked and I didn't want to cough into the mic. <laughs> In a healthy friendship. Um to be oh, I don't know, I'm pausing so much. I think it's just a lot of give and take. Um because I feel that there's some people that I know that are just kind of taking from me rather than like giving back. And so I think that's like more of a you're helping a f- like a friend out, right? When you're giving more than you're receiving from them. And I feel like a healthy friendship, it's like equal. Um, you probably might not give in the same way. Like you might give them advice and they might give to you like acts of like service. Mm-hmm. Or, like, helping out in, like, the way they know how to. Um, so, I think it's, yeah, it's 50-50. Yeah, I think, um, obviously, in friendships, you're not going to bring the same things to the table. But it can still balance out to being a 50-50, so I agree. Yeah. I also completely believe that you should be able to be yourself with whoever you're friends with. I mean, if you can't be yourself then you're probably not going to want to hang out with them very much. Or you're going to feel so um, on edge to be censored all the time. Hmm. Or you feel like, just because I know I can be blunt sometimes, (laughs) (laughs) Jess has been a a victim of this, and I use the word victim. Victim. (laughs) Um, But she knows I mean it in like a loving way. But to have to over explain myself to people that don't really understand where I'm coming from or think that I may be coming from a bad place like it's just hard so or even you know um if you feel like you can't trust the person Mm -hmm. I think that goes into like the next question so I apologize like for jumping around but um just like to give a teaser on it it's like what are red flags to toxic friendships Mm -hmm. um but I think just to finish off with healthy friendships I think it's also that they hold the same values and morals that you do. Mm-hmm. So, of course, for us, it would be someone that has a relationship with God. Now, that being said, I'm not saying, I guess, not necessarily that they hold the same values and morals, but maybe that they respect yours. Yeah. Because I definitely have friends that don't have the same morals and values that I do, but that doesn't all of a sudden mean that we can't be friends. Yeah. It's not a healthy friendship. I think it's being able to understand where they're at and not um, being so critical or or looking down on them because they don't have the lifestyle that you do or they don't see what you see because then you surround yourself with like the same person as you and you're not going to grow whether it be in like a spiritual sense or just like an overall like relationship sense like if you surround yourself with someone like you you're not going to yeah grow they have to be a little bit different to push you to be a better friend yeah and I think like um you know you're saying like somebody who doesn't like I'm thinking of a friend who doesn't have the same beliefs as me but like I would consider him a really close friend Mm -hmm. um because we have a really like common middle ground where Mm -hmm. he respects my beliefs and I respect his and like we just love each other as individuals um and we both have like a heart of like wanting to help and like seeing others grow and you know just like living in their purpose but like obviously it stems from like different belief systems but yet like we still like can maintain a solid friendship and they will always like encourage me in what I'm doing and like vice versa you know so yeah yeah, that's super awesome no I think that's good wow 
wow, like we're just so in tandem right now. It's great. (laughs) So, yeah. So like I said, the next question and touched on it a little bit. What are red flags to toxic friendships? When is it time to call it quits? Hmm. So I'll preface. I don't think I've ever broken up with a friend. Okay, well, I'm very experienced in this portion <laughs> of the podcast oh, then. Um, yeah. Sheds tear. <laughs> Sheds tear <laughs> for all those lost. Um, but that's not to say, like, I, it's it's not left me in a bitter place. And I definitely have mm-hmm. God to thank for that. So, um, But I think looking into, like, toxic friendships is... Um, you have to be careful again for their criticism of where are they coming from and are they willing to accept it like you know like if you can dish it you can take it mm-hmm. so I think that goes hand in hand with you know if there was something that I felt like you weren't necessarily doing that was healthy to you mm-hmm. and I came to you and like lovingly of course lovingly is important confronted <laughs> you about it and you were like Bish! and like just went off on me and just mm-hmm. didn't want to hear it and then you come to me and you criticize maybe something that's very personal to me about yeah. maybe how I look of like, you know, it's really not good that you wear those jeans all the time. Like, it's just not like, it's just, you know, like, I mean, that's such a petty example, but I think it just goes to show like, where are they coming from? Like when they're giving you critique, critique and advice, is it from a healthy place or do you always feel like you kind of just got slimed on? Mm-hmm. And, like, are they willing to accept it back or do they always constantly lash out? Like, I feel like that's, like, can be a really toxic place because then you can't be honest with them. Yeah. And it's just, like, this big halt of, like, at one point you're enabling them or being fake. Yeah. Because you're not telling them how it is. Yeah. I think my only red flag would be if I can't be myself fully. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like picking back off what you said earlier, like just somebody you're comfortable with, like it shows like that that's a healthy relationship. And the moment you start having to act or feel that you need to look, dress, or say a certain thing or be a certain way, mm-hmm. I think that's when it's like a red flag because then you're not your true self and you don't want to be around anybody who doesn't love you as your true self. And so... Yeah, I think that's a red flag for sure. Isn't that funny? Like, that's, like, one of the first things we learn as kids. Hmm. Like, that's pretty much, like, where we learn what good friends are is, like, even at a young age, we're like, oh, my gosh, she has, like, all of the Lisa Frank, like, <laughs> pencils and binder and the Oh, my gosh, back. throwback. That's <laughs> yeah. so wild. And just, like, Lisa all Frank. the butterfly, like... <laughs> and she's just so like that cool girl in your class and you want to be just like her and like you almost start to change yourself Dang. you learn that lesson fast you know that is deep yeah because it's like embedded in us so like at such a young age like mm-hmm. watching disney channel i remember like i used to like think that the way like i don't know hannah montana or whatever like dress so cool but like if real life you're like wait what the heck how does she have a thousand different colors on on tv like that okay yeah that really pissed me off this is such like a side note like funny trail here we go disney channel's freaking like child stars like their wardrobe like how in the world she's like wearing like a glitter t-shirt with like a blue vest and like 20 different necklaces and then like five different bracelets and like earrings and then oh like when they have that remember when they like that little strip of hair 
that was like yes. dyed like a hot pink or whatever yes. like that was such a thing like why I tried. you did i tried it didn't really work yeah, I don't know. Anyways, wait, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. yeah. Friend. Oh, being a different person. Yeah. Or more. Trying yeah. to change yourself for someone else to be their friend. That's yeah. funny. No bueno. Um, to move on, what do you think sustains a friendship in your opinions? What sustains a friendship? Mm. Mm, I genuinely believe effort because of where we're at in life yeah you're 25 24 24 24, 24, 24. so sorry 24 25 in july shout out 24 i'm 26 and we're just at a place where you're just so dang busy all the time and even relaxed time is almost like filled with things and this may just be jess and i like, we're not good at relaxing. Like, what is relaxing? We don't have a lot in common, but this is one of those. <laughs> um, definitely, we don't know how to stay still. Um, so, that being said, like, when I see a friend put effort in me, and when I'm trying to put effort into people, because our time is so precious at this point, that if you're making effort to spend time either getting coffee or, like, spending a half a day, like, even with this person like that just goes to show the priority that you have in their life and that they have in yours and if that's not there I mean the friendship's gonna dwindle really easily because friendships are work man like you really have to and that's not a bad thing because sometimes I mean most of the time hopefully with good friendships it like always ends up being good for both people when Mm. you do make that effort and sacrifice so I believe that's what really sustains a friendship yeah I think for me it's like um respecting one another's like I think going back to the same thing like respecting one another's time and like understanding that like hey we can always meet up like it's not so easy to meet up because like schedules and like all that stuff I remember like back then I used to think like my friends were just being bougie with me when they were like in two weeks I couldn't meet up on this Wednesday I was like are you freaking kidding me like I wanted to hang out like today but now like just with work and like all the things I'm like involved in I'm like oh wait no I get it like maybe let's meet three weeks from now on this Thursday at 7 p.m (laughs) to go grab coffee right like send you my schedule yeah (laughs) and so like um I think it's like um respecting one another and that and then also just like something I'm learning is like communication of like or yeah communication of like my shortcomings because I know like because I'm always on the go and always so busy like I'll say things or be a certain way and I don't mean to do that so like recently I was helping a friend out with a project um and it just had been a long like work day and um I remember I had an over the phone call meeting yeah over the phone meeting that just like went way over and then I had like plans after helping a friend out with the project and then because the meeting went late then I was gonna be late on the project and then me being late with a friend so it's just like a whole like hot mess of a day and like internally I was just feeling like cranky like frustrated Mm -hmm. like tired overwhelmed and like I I felt like it kind of like showed you know Mm -hmm. um and so 
I just felt really bad and like the next day I immediately like text my friend and I was like I'm so sorry if I came off this way like you know this is what's going on not that it justifies it but like this is just what's happening and so I've like he responded like really like in a loving way and he's like hey don't even worry about it like things happen and trust me you didn't show any of that and so I think just like really communicating with like with one another like hey this is what's like really going on in my heart and I think like even with you Viv like I think you've gone to the place where you know me where if like I'm like falling short or like messing up in some way you know it's not like me you know like there's just stuff going on and so I think like that's why our like friendship is so healthy because I'll hear like a lot of like people who are like roommates they like distance themselves as like or people who are friends that became roommates they'll be like become distant or their like friendship like kind of fails because Mm. they're like living together and so I think like that's honestly what's helped us maintain such a healthy friendship still is like because we communicate and like we really know one another and like saying like man this is what's going on like I know it's been rough but like hey here's my heart you know yeah I feel like oh man communication is the golden ticket And that's with every relationship. And it's so funny because it's such a hard thing to do. So it's one of those easier said than done to communicate. But like you said, like when it's there, it really makes the friendship outlast a lot of things. And and kind of what you um, were hinting at but didn't really say is like it seems like understanding too. Yeah. Of like just being understanding where that person is at instead of like picking at their shortcomings and like yeah. saying like oh this is like the fourth time you've done mm-hmm. you know um so well, that's good stuff and it kind of translates into the next question so good segue not translate segues um what does christ ask of us in friendships versus what the world thinks is necessary in a friendship um, I think what I would like to do is for us <laughs> to focus like to on do. what the world hmm. uh, focuses on in friendships first. Just because I don't know if I can end well if we talk about what yeah. God wants and then just say like, but this is what the world wants, so yeah. there's that. Yeah, and like when we talk about the world, I think just like we're we're just talking about people like who don't have a relationship with Christ. Um, mm, yeah, that is Christianese. Yeah, <laughs> just trying to always fix the Christianese. I want here we be speaking. Um, do you want to answer first? You can go ahead. Okay. Um, I think uh, I really feel like with social media. I feel that a lot of people do certain things just for the gram. Like, and I feel like a lot of people will post with a friend or will post with a significant other at a certain location just to be like, I I was here, I did this with this person. And I feel like it's become like such a huge facade that it's like, and a trend you know that like oh let me show you where I'm at with this person let me show you where I'm at with this person and I feel like so many people are pursuing to be like insta famous or like an influencer that that's kind of like what's been running them right Mm. to do a lot of the things or have certain types of friends or even like um I think of I don't know like this is like no hate at all but I don't know how many girls I follow that are trying to be like those fashion nova girls too oof you know She's coming for them <laughs> and yeah, and no, it's no, just no, like it's true though it's true and 
And I feel like a lot of that is like what's really making them post certain things or be a certain way. It's because they want to be like those types of people that you see on social media. And so I feel like the world right now or people outside of... There's even Christians who are doing this, like, let's be honest. But, like, that's really running how they are in relationships with other people. They're trying to be this thing that they really aren't. Mm. Um, And so, yeah, I'm going to just say that's my answer. Yeah. No, no, that's good. That's good. I see there was, like, a quick halt on the the tires on that one. Yeah. Because you can, like, honestly, you can really keep going on that one. Just because... Oh, man. I mean, the fact that social media has almost become people's um, weakness in a way, and I'm not even going to say that it hasn't been one of mine. I mean, it can be, like, so bad that that it, it doesn't stay on the phone or on the computer. Like, it carries with that person, like you're saying. And mm-hmm. that fake facade is almost carried with them through their relationships. I mean, yeah. it is. So I think it, that's a good way to put it. I hope we're making sense to everyone of what we're trying to say is like social media can really shed light on like the kind of friend people start looking for or like, oh, she's really trendy on like Instagram. Like I want to be her friend mm-hmm. or um, what they have, like um, being very materialistic. And I think maybe what they find necessary in like friendships is how does your lifestyle fit mine yeah yeah and and that that's so like I mean the things I was into five years ago I'm not into now so if you're just searching for friends that are into what you're into then uh, that's where it kind of just troubles me with how the world views friendships and just the lack of like loyalty like we all say like we want loyalty like whether we're Christian or not like that is just something that you know, we can harp on and say, like, man, nobody these days is loyal. Like, I'm the most loyal one. <laughs> but when it comes to friendships within the world, I feel that there's almost an unrealistic expectation of what loyalty looks like to where it's like, don't ever wrong me. Don't ever do me dirty. And the moment you do, I'm out. And unless, like, I've known you since I was five years old and you're my ride or die. Right. And so, or since high school. Um but it's just not realistic because people are going to fall short. People yeah. aren't perfect. I mean, like, I'm not perfect. I've hurt people before. And, like, you have to just be in tune with that, of course. But, you know, I feel bad for it. But thank God, like, I have people around me that were willing to accept that about mm-hmm. me and, like, forgive me. And I'm probably going to hurt people again. So yeah. it's not a healthy expectation for me to even have on others. So I don't know. I just yeah. feel like the world's expectations are a little bit too high and aren't realistic. Yeah. And I think that's like a good transition into like friendships like within being in relationship with Christ. Like um, when we do fall short or when we do mess up or like some people aren't loyal i think like christ requires us to be loving and forgiving Mm -hmm. um understanding that we're all gonna fall short we're all gonna mess up but like love one another regardless and just forgive one another because we're all growing in this we're all like trying to figure this out and so it's just like extending grace to one another in that way Mm 
Yeah, I think, um, like, you know, I always like to, if, if I'm going to go off of what, you know, Christ asks of us, I'm going to go off of his word, um, aka the Bible, sorry, wow. Christianese again, <laughs> um, but what I'm trying to just get at is, you know, he calls us to love our neighbor as ourselves, and I know that some of us struggle with loving ourselves, but it's breaking it down again to how would I want to be treated? Yeah. If I screw up and if I do this, am I going to want someone that's going to leave at the drop of a hat? Or if, you know, I need someone to depend on when I'm having a really bad day, um, what does that mean I should be doing for my friends? So I fully believe that friendships and how we are to be towards others is pretty good at explaining itself within proverbs yeah there's always like proverbs of you know like to bite your tongue when you shouldn't you know like better to keep silent than to argue with the fool and lord knows i've been the fool and people have kept quiet and it has helped me later on in life and i've been also on the other side so um viv aka the therapist aka the preacher shout out stop (laughs) (laughs) no really i've just been really trying to be more in my word because that's good that's just where i'm trying to be that is i'm not even trying to flex on anything that's just what came to mind that was jesus (laughs) anyways it's getting i'm i'm tired it's really not that late but i'm I'm just like so tired i think that's how you know every podcast is recorded at night because viv's always like i'm tired actually no that's a lie i could bring you in the day and we'll still be tired so yeah it's just like a continuous tired but i have no room to talk because shout out to those parents out there I don't know how you guys do it. I'm really just making sure I make it out alive and you guys have kids. Yeah, I'm enjoying my singleness for sure right now. The Lord is good. Just the good. Lord is good in all stages <laughs> of life. Um, so I guess to end with a question, what has been your drink of choice? Not your, okay, not your drink, but your drink. Like your drink. Like what do you get? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The Lord drank wine. The Lord drank wine. <laughs> it's all right. The Lord drank yeah, no, the really, wine. Like, my drink of choice. choice. Okay. It's between... Oh my gosh. It's between two. It's between Jack and Coke mm-hmm. and Hennessy and Pineapple. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. It just... Am I, am I just having dinner? Then it's Jack and Coke, probably. Am I turning up? Hennessy and pineapple. I feel like those are both turn-up drinks. They are both turn I was just trying to make it more nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, worry, I guys. drink... I'm sure she only has one <laughs> at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One Dang. at a time. That Every 10 so to 15 good. minutes. Anyways, your, your turn. Um, oh, take a quick serve. Um... So there's this drink I've been loving. It's You're gonna um, say something fancy, huh? No, I'm not. Oh my gosh, oh my something gosh. bougie. I'm being judged. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm being freaking judged. Um I would say technically it's a rum and coke, but I like the Mexican Coke with something coconut bougie. rum. Mm-hmm. No, like I'm saying like Malibu. I like like, like the Mexican Coke imported the Mexico. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh Sorry. I just have you like ratchet These are drinks. Red flags, guys. Red flags. Red Let flags. Reference beginning of podcast. Um, no, that one or oh man, 
I'm always down for a good marg. <gasps> Wait, no. Oh. No, that's not been my drink of choice lately. I've like always been craving micheladas. Oh Ooh, my gosh. That's, I feel like that's a summertime. Yes. I'm ready for summer now. Okay. And I've never said that. Side note, best micheladas I've ever had. Dodger Stadium top deck right next to the taco where they sell the tacos at Dodger Stadium. Best micheladas ever. Again, you lost me because you said something about oh my God. the Dodgers. <laughs> I'm boycotting the Dodgers this season because the World Series Game 7 just broke my heart. So, Dang, it's been two years that you've been doing that then? <gasps> okay, you know what, Viv? I think we're done, guys. I think we're done for the night. <laughs> okay, good night. Bye, guys. <laughs>